0: iyo dot com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Wavebreak Podcast. I'm your host Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO of Wavebreak. Listen, if you're new here at Wavebreak, we help e-commerce brands maximize customer relationships, maximize revenue maximize community using email marketing it's super neglected by the majority of brands and and if you're listening to this and and you feel like you know you could be doing things better here's my invitation to you hop on our email list at slash resources jump on our email list i send out our insider tips and tricks on like what's working right now like i don't have enough time to put it out on the podcast and like it's everything changes so fast but i have enough time to shoot out an email what's working right now and and this isn't like you know basic tactical stuff like this is like high level strategy Uh, So if you want to know what we're doing with our eight figure clients and helping them, you know, continue to see growth and revenue and build community, because like now more than ever, people are craving community. Uh, They're craving relationships. Like if we think about the uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs before all this happened end of 2019 early 2020 we're all selling the top of the pyramid achieve your full potential live your best life but now people are looking for hope they're looking for community they're looking for relationship and those are the businesses that are really going to crush it in 2020 and beyond are the ones who build a real community around their product who build a real brand and build something beyond you know the revenue um you know whether that's doing like I said, like building a community and just like doubling down to your customers and not just looking at everybody as revenue. And, uh, the best way to do that right now is with email to cut through the noise. You're not going to do it on the news, (laughs) right? Like you're not going to do it on TV. The news is hogging that, uh, social media, right? Good luck. I mean, there's just so much, like we're seeing like increased open rates now more than ever. Uh, across our clients and the reason is this email is the best way to cut through the noise right now but you got to be good about it you can't be insensitive and you got to have a good strategy and we talk exactly about that at waybreak.co slash resources get on the list and you'll learn exactly what we're doing with our clients right now to set them up for that you know, when this passes and with what happens, they're gonna be set up to crush it. And and in the meantime, you know, they're not worried because they have the confidence in their email program. And if you want to learn more about working together, we can hop on a quick call. Uh you and me personally, go to waitbreak.co slash call to schedule that. But uh without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Super excited for this one. I'm joined by Bethany McDaniel, founder and CEO of Primally Pure, uh, which is a skincare brand that she launched back in 2015 um i'll let her tell her story a little bit deeper into the podcast but since then she's been able to grow the company to uh 30 employees she's got customers all over the world they're shipping things you know to to Dubai, and it's it's really crazy, and she was able to scale this business in the competitive world of skincare, and the way she was able to do that was step one, just doubling down on product, and then a big component of it is a great content strategy, which now more than ever is the time to double down on that. So super excited for her to dive into that, explain their content process and, and what they're doing on the content side, and also just share her story because it's really encouraging, really great, and uh, a lot of great vibes on this one. So without further ado, let's hop into this show. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Bethany. Bethany.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Dylan. I'm excited to chat.
0: Yeah, same here. So before we dive into, you know, your story and your background, can you give us a high level overview of Primally Pure, like in your own words, like what do you sell? Um, and, and what are you guys about?
1: Sure. So we sell non-toxic skincare products. We make them all in-house at our headquarters in Southern California, do everything under one roof. So we ship them, we have our customer service team, our marketing team, everything all together, not like a separate warehouse somewhere and like offices somewhere else. But um, yeah, all in one place. So that's something that's kind of unique about us. I um, started making products on my family farm and, from there has just grown it along with my team into this big business that is now shipping packages all over the world. And in addition to the product side of things, we are super passionate about educating consumers on clean living, non-toxic living in general. So that's, um, those are kind of like the two things that, that we do.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so so you mentioned that you so you started out, you know, just making these products on your own. Now you've grown this into a successful company. Um before we talk about your story, like can you somehow share like where the business is at today in terms of like employees or you know how many products you guys are selling or revenue, whatever you're comfortable with?
1: Yeah. We have thirty employees. We we have a spot at our headquarters, which is really fun. So we have
0: Wow. Can I like, are you guys hiring? <laughs>
1: um as like for estheticians or
0: (laughs) yeah I mean I I just heard the word spa so I'm like okay I'm down (laughs) no no but that's awesome yeah anyway continue sorry
1: no you're fine um yeah so that's been a really fun addition to the brand in the last year or so um you know we're I think I mentioned we're shipping hundreds of thousands of packages out a year all over the world Um, it's always crazy to me, like when I'm walking through the shipping department and someone will mention like, Oh, we just got an order from Dubai today or like Hong Kong or, you know, whatever it's, it's always like so fun to hear about the different places our packages are going to, but, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, yeah, that's super awesome. I bet that's a great feeling because it's like you went from, you know, doing everything yourself to now it's like these people are doing everything like they're shipping the packages, it's not even you anymore. And they're telling you they're going to halfway around the world. Like, that's awesome.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's surreal. Yeah, it's cool. We-
0: yeah, that's awesome. How did you – so so take us back. Like, what's your story? How did you get into this? So started making these products on the family farm. Like, now you've got over 30 people working for you. Like, how – like, what was that journey like? How – yeah, just – yeah, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, it's been such a wild ride and one that I never – I never saw any of this coming. I didn't set out to to start this, you know – not huge company, but like I, I kind of expected that I would be making skincare products as a hobby in my kitchen indefinitely. And I was cool with that, but um, God had other plans. So I, this was all kind of born out of my own journey with my skin and my health. And in junior high, high school and college, I had acne and I was really self-conscious about it. I felt like there had to be an answer to why this was happening and what I could do, but every time I would go into the dermatologist, I was just told like take this pill, use this cream, and that's the only thing that'll make a difference. So that's what I did for several years, and sometimes I felt like some of these things would work and then they wouldn't, and sometimes they would give me other issues like redness or irritation, sensitivity. And so nothing was like a true solution. Nothing really, none of it ever really sat well with me. And then when I was in college, I was working at Trader Joe's and a coworker recommended jojoba oil. And I started using that as a moisturizer in place of my um, Clinique moisturizer I was using at the time and felt like it just worked so much better. Um, I noticed a difference in my acne. I felt like my skin was being nourished and not, you know, just like treated chemically and it just felt like things were kind of starting to come into balance. So that was the first thing that kind of got me thinking like, okay, that's really interesting. This one simple ingredient works so much better than this product I've been using for years that has like probably 20 to 40 different ingredients in it. And, that always kind of stuck with me. And then I, when I met my my now husband at the time, his whole family was kind of on this wellness journey and really like changing the way they were eating and all of that. So that kind of got me thinking about what I was eating and then thinking more about what I was putting on my skin and trying to avoid toxins and chemicals and things like that. So when I put like the diet thing and the um, product – products I was using thing together, that's when I really noticed some deeper healing taking place in my skin. And you know, the acne I was, I had always struggled with, started really diminishing. My skin felt healthy. I felt healthy and I was just really excited and wanted to share that with others. And so there weren't a whole lot of natural products on the market at the time. So I just ordered a bunch of ingredients. I ordered coconut oil, beeswax, shea butter, mango butter, like all this stuff. I placed a $250 order for ingredients, which was a whole lot of money for me at the time. But I was so excited about all of it. And from there, just started experimenting. I I had learned about deodorant and how harmful the chemicals in conventional deodorant are. So I was mixing up deodorants. I was making stuff for my face, lip balms. And I was um, I would give some of it to my friends at, like, CrossFit and just different different places. And a lot of people were liking the stuff. And I was getting, like, these small orders for more stuff. And so with, like, that money, I would then place another order and, like, literally have grown Primally Pure to where it is today from that initial $250 order. So... Um, that's really how it all started. I started selling the products on my husband's, like when I really launched the brand, which was a few years after I was doing the experimenting out of my house and like selling to friends and family. I had a friend who had some graphic design experience create labels and started selling the products on my husband's family farms website, which he had just, the farm was like a total new thing too. so. It was, wasn't like a big operation by any means, but it was like just enough of a customer base to really generate interest and excitement. And I was able to, a few months later, launch my products onto a website that was exclusively for Primely Pure, and, then, and that was in 2015. So it's just really taken off from there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I can totally relate to your story of just like the struggling with acne and like all that. It's like the most frustrating thing in the world. Um, And that's like, if you can get into a dermatologist and get these like, you know, drugs that really (laughs) like might not even work and definitely aren't good for you. I mean, like you take these and you literally can't give blood uh, when you're on them. And it's like, wait, it's like, that doesn't seem right um so that's awesome that uh you've been able to you know turn that around into a product that's totally the opposite Um uh, and i love the humble beginnings like my favorite businesses that i talk to on this podcast start like you like they, they have this problem and they solve it for themselves and then like eventually just grows and grows and grows like when did you decide to like take a or maybe it was like always since day one but like when did you kind of make the shift to like you know we have a real business here like let's kind of double down on marketing and keep scaling like did you have a marketing background or like cuz now you know you're running all these ads and you, you know you've you built this big company like like yeah like how did you go from 2015 to 2020 like what did that look like
1: yeah so i think i started with our marketing at a very basic level i had i did have a marketing background i did copywriting i worked for a marketing agency and did a bunch of freelance copywriting work for a few years leading up to starting primary Pure. So I was by no means a marketing expert, but I knew that content was really important and I knew that building trust was really important. And thankfully I was really passionate about what I was doing. So I just knew that I needed to talk to my customers about the mission and like the bigger picture behind primary Pure as often as I could. So. Sending newsletters regularly was really important to me, writing blog posts, posting on social media, like all of that was just so, I I didn't, I just knew I had to do it and like do a lot of it. So I tried to, to do those things as much as I could and just provide as much useful information as possible in order to build trust with the people that were trusting their skin with our products and kind of like what we were doing. So as we've grown, I've hired on people, and now like I have a whole marketing team, and they are so talented. And like a lot of what we do, and you know, the stuff that we do at the agencies we work with is like way beyond my scope. But I'm just grateful that we have the right people in place now that can manage those things. But yeah, the, the storytelling has always been really um, important to me.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and I can tell because like, I mean, you're in a competitive space, like not only are you competing against these like dermatologists, but like, there's all these skincare brands that are owned by the biggest companies in the world who've been around for like, you know, since the dawn of time, as we know it, Who have these like, really deep pockets. So like, I mean, story, like, is that what you would say, like really set? primarily peer apart from like the rest of the marketplace like how did you you know make this get this traction and like keep scaling up in a space that's like you know so competitive
1: yeah I think I think that has been huge and you know like you mentioned earlier with these other solutions that a lot of times will cause more harm than than good like that has just been such a big part of my story and like looking back you know a lot of the prescription medications I was taking caused like skin, like sun sensitivity. And I just feel like had a really negative impact, um, on my skin that, you know, I'm still like dealing with in some ways now, but I just want to, to, I don't want that to be like the norm for other girls growing up and women that, that that's the only route you can take. Like I, I want people to know that there are there is a different solution, like natural products do work caring for your body and whole self holistically really works. And, and that's what I'm passionate about. And I think that's been what has differentiated us from a lot of like big companies that are kind of taking notice to the fact that women are interested in more natural approach approaches, but they're offering more of like a greenwashed, less, um, less genuine, I guess, version of that. Um, so I think people can tell the difference. And I think when people see our brand and start following along with us and consuming our content, reading our newsletter and blog, they, they know like we're coming from a place of really wanting people to have healthy skin, not just to buy our products, but to like show people how they can truly improve their skin naturally um, in a lasting and real tangible way. And I think that's been a huge thing that set us apart from like some of those bigger companies, like you mentioned, that are trying to do the natural thing, but maybe not super um, successfully or genuinely.
0: Right. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Listen, accidents happen. Maybe you installed an app in your Shopify store and it messed up your theme. Or a CSV import wrecked your product catalog. And there's this common myth that when things go wrong, Shopify can just help you. And they have this magic undo button that they can apply to your account and fix everything. But that's not true. Shopify can't do that. So what do you do? Well, you need to use Rewind to protect your store with automatic backups. It's like having your very own magic undo button. And best of all, if you sign up at rewind.io and respond to any of their welcome emails, because they're a sponsor of the podcast, all you got to do is mention the Waybreak podcast, and they'll get you your first month for free. So go check Rewind out at rewind.io. And like, how do you tactically communicate that in your message? Cause like, you don't have like people's attention spans are so small nowadays. They're inundated with Facebook ads, Instagram ads, influencer posts, like all this stuff. But like, it, it seems you guys have done a great job at cutting through the noise while communicating that message. I, I know you guys have a bunch of different guides and stuff like that, that you do, but like, what are some ways that you like tactically like tell that story to the marketplace?
1: Yeah. So I think one of the things is we, our team like speaks to our customer base often and people kind of know some of the figures on our team and who they are. Like Courtney, Courtney O'Connor, who is our holistic esthetician has become like a real, um, important like figure in the brand and, you know, she'll hop on stories and give some tips or, you know, we have videos of her on our blog talking about different things. And I feel like people who see her consistently, like have this trust for her. And they know that, you know, when she has something to say, it's like worth listening to, and it's probably going to help them for the better. And, you know, hopefully they feel the same way when I pass tips along and things like that. And like some of the other girls on our brand too are regular, have regular features on our blog, where they're passing information along. So I think just like having that, having those people on our team that our customers can relate to and really trust has been something that helps. And, you know, hopefully like, like you said, cuts through the noise of just like product ads and all that stuff. Like we're just trying to feature real people sharing real advice that hopefully will, will help others.
0: Yeah. I love that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like you guys are doing a lot of content. And I think that's something you guys do really well is like your blog is like it's it's super intriguing. And then it's like the type of content that like you actually want to read. Like, you know, I tried X for 21 days and here's what happened. Like that's super trendy right now. And at the same time, it's like I want to know what happened. Like I'm not even the target customer or like five reasons to ditch your drugstore detergent like in like morphing this back into the brand, like can you talk a little bit more about your content strategy and like how you use this to, you know, not just like showcase people, but like also use it to like, like how do you do that without featuring your products and trying to be too salesy? Or like, I guess like what's your approach there?
1: Yeah. With content, we've always just talked about what we are interested in and care about. I think the cool thing about our team is that we we kind of are our target customer and the stuff that we are interested in usually lines up pretty well with what our audience is interested in. So at our content meetings, it's just, we just have a lot of fun thinking about like what we're learning and what we want to try for some of those like 21 day or 30 day challenge type things that that we do or, you know, trials that we kind of experiment with and talk about. So there's really no big like science or method behind it. It's just kind of like, what are we interested in? And what do we think our customers would be interested in? And, you know, we do like tie our products in, but that kind of comes from what questions are we getting about our products? And how can we provide content that answers those questions for customers. Cause like, if we're getting the same question, you know, 10 times a week from customers, it's like, okay, we, that's probably a sign that we don't have enough content about this topic and we should provide our audience with more information on this. So that's another thing that, that we include in thinking about what type of content to offer, like what questions are we getting? How can we help people better understand this topic or what this product does? or whatnot.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I think that's the way to do it. I think a lot of people forget that people still have thumbs and they can click to, like, they'll read the blog post and be like, oh, this is cool. And next thing you know, you know, they're going to be window shopping. Uh, you don't just have to plug everything yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's right. awesome. I, I think you guys are a great example of, like, content really well done. Um, and, and speaking of that, like, I, I want to kind of shift gears now. Like, looking back at the business you've built, like, what are you most proud of?
1: Ooh. I am really proud of, um, well, first of all, our product line. I have spent a lot of time refining formulas and finding my favorite sources for ingredients, for some of the different ingredients we use, and just really getting our products to a place that, that I really feel about them and like the way they smell, feel, work, all of that. And now with um, with Athena, the herbalist, the formulator that we just brought on, who I mentioned earlier, I feel like we're about to dive into another layer of that and just really perfecting every one of our products, which I'm so excited about, and providing more information around the sourcing and the ingredients we use and all of that. So um, definitely proud of that. I'm really proud of my team. I feel like our team just has really good synergy. Um, you know, a, a lot of different personalities on our team because like I said, we're doing manufacturing, marketing, customer service, shipping, like everything under one roof and it takes different personalities to do all of those different jobs, but I feel like everybody has learned to work really well together and um in the last couple of months especially Um, We've spent a lot of time just organizing team-building activities and ways for everyone to just connect and kind of um, understand each other more. So really proud of that. And the education we provide, I think, again, that's just such a big pillar of our brand and what sets us apart from a lot of other natural skincare companies is, like, yes, the products you use are important, but there are so many other pieces to having radiant skin and also like feeling really good and, and being healthy. And those are all things that affect the health of your skin. So we're not just separating it and saying like, you know, use these products and your skin will, you'll look 10 years younger. It's like, it's more holistic, bigger picture. And we really strive to, to like paint a really complete picture of what that looks like for our audience.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and and like that's really what seems to be have ha- ha positioned you as a thought leader in the space.
1: Yeah, I think so, and like Courtney and you know some of the other girls in our team are just are so incredible at conveying that information and becoming thought leaders themselves. So it's really been amazing to see our audience connect with them individually, also.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. As we start to run out of time here, kind of shifting gears, like so we talked about what you're most proud of, and now I'm curious, like what are you most excited about in the future?
1: We have so many fun products planned. Like I just mentioned, we came out with a hand sanitizer a few days ago. We were always hoping to launch a sanitizer, but you know, with all the recent events, we kind of sped that up and decided just to get it out there as soon as possible. So within a week and a half of when my team came to me and said, like, we think this would be great, we were able to launch it on our website, which is like, <laughs> by yeah. by like far, the longest or the shortest product launch in Primarily Peers history. But it was really cool to see the team come together and get that product out there into the public. And we have several more products lined up, some skin specific products for different skin states um, in the works. And uh, it was funny, like going into this year, I told my team, okay, like we did so much last year. I want this year to just be a year to focus on optimizing everything we're currently doing. Not really gonna be like a product launch heavy year. And I was, I just had a call with a few of them this morning and realized we're launching like eight new products, <laughs> which is like not what we set out to do, but it's just been so fun. Like there's, I feel like there's just been so many ideas that have come up that we just can't not act on. So really excited for everyone to see what we have in store.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And and when those launch, like where can we go and find those as we, as we begin to wrap up the show here?
1: Yeah. Thanks for asking. We have everything on our website, com. And then um, we're also really active on Instagram at Pure, and um and on our blog, obviously, which can be found through our website.
0: Awesome. And uh, I'll link that all up down in the show notes. So if anybody's interested, you can go check them out. I, I think, like I said on this podcast, I think you know this blog is like top of the line e-commerce brand blog material. Like you guys do content right. So definitely check that out if, if you run a store and you want to see uh, content done just in a great way. And um, yeah, I mean, that about wraps it up here. Thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much, Dylan. It was a pleasure talking to you.
0: Now, listener, before I sign off, stop me if this sounds familiar. Your email marketing is stuck. You feel like you could be doing email better. You're not generating enough email revenue, and you feel like you're leaving money on the table, but you don't have the time to figure email out yourself or or do it on your own because you have a business to run. Imagine this. Imagine not having to worry about leaving money on the table with your email marketing. Imagine not having to figure out what to send, when to send it, how many emails should look, what automation you need, what segments you need, how often you should be contacting your email list or just worrying about sending the next email. You don't have to worry about any of that. Imagine having peace of mind knowing that your email marketing is generating sales in good hands. At Wavebreak, we help Shopify stores maximize their email marketing revenue. That's it. We don't do anything else. And we've created a system called the Wavebreak Method that, number one, makes you less dependent on Facebook or other marketing channels. So let's say something bad happens. Facebook says, see you later, Shopify store. And they just completely kill your ad traffic overnight. You, you don't have to worry. You don't have to stress because you're good to go because you have a cushion of email revenue. You don't have to worry about how, or, or, <laughs> what, what your wife is going to do or if you're going to be able to make rent or if you're going to be able to pay people because you have this cushion of email revenue to rely on. Number two, the second thing this does is huge. And it's how stores scale from seven figures to eight figures uh, to nine figures. And the secret is repeat purchases. The Waybreak method gets rid of one-time buyers and increases repeat orders. Number three, it keeps your email list engaged. You don't have to worry about Black Friday and beyond. We'll figure out the ideal amount of times that your list needs to be contacted to maximize revenue, and then we'll execute it for you. If you want to learn more about this system and how we can work together to apply it to your business, go to wavebreak.co to schedule a call with me. And I'll personally send you my calendar link and we can chat one-on-one. Now, I don't have unlimited time to do these calls. I can only do a couple of them per week. So if you want to get your call, uh, go sign up at wavebreak.co for it as soon as possible and we can talk about how we can work together. Thanks for listening to this episode. Subscribe to the show on iTunes to get notified of new episodes as soon as they drop.